I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Uh, today, I'm here with Nitsan Mosery. Uh, he is known as the traveling investor. He's a serial entrepreneur, world traveler, family man, radio personality, and co-founder and CEO of Cornerstone Investment Partners, which is a multifamily real estate uh, investment group, and he's an investor, coach, and mentor. Um, Isan, thanks for coming on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Jason. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Good, good. Um, I, I even just reading your bio, I love it. I think uh, I think it sounds super interesting. But I love it if if you would just go ahead and kind of uh, just tell us your story, tell us your background, kind of you know where you started and, and where you are now. And then, and then we'll dive into whichever parts of that uh, you think are interesting. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I was born and raised in New York city. Um, I'm first generation American. I grew up, uh, you know, speaking English and bad English at the house, right. <laughs> learning, uh, you know, learning English as I was growing up. Um, you know, my parents worked hard all their lives. You know, they, they, my, my father, I remember him always telling me, you know, go study law, go become a lawyer and you can do whatever you want. You know, whoever knows the law has, has the world <laughs> in their hands. I, I tried it. It wasn't for me. Um, you know, worked on wall street for a while growing up in New York. And then at the age of 25, my father passed away. That kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, I went in a downward spiral of just drinking and just questioning everything and uh, at the age of 27, I moved to Israel, um, lived there for a couple of years and then went traveling and um, had a similar beard to what I have now. <laughs> a little bit smaller, though. I love the beard. Not as full. <laughs> uh, and then in uh, 2009, I moved back to the U.S., uh, got back into real estate, started flipping houses uh, because I was the lowest hanging fruit. And I saw the end of that coming very quickly. So I wanted to shift into something that uh, was would give me some passive income, uh, you know, did real estate with my family in New York and then uh, in Israel and a little bit in South America. Um, so, but I always knew that uh, I wanted, I'm very lazy. I don't like working a lot. I don't like getting up and going to a job. It just never calculated yeah. in my head. So I, I've always tried to stay away from it as much as possible. And um and, you know, in 2009, after traveling, meeting my wife while I was traveling, we moved back to Israel, I opened up a raw vegan restaurant, and then uh, moved to the U.S. in 2009 to South Florida, where, again, I started flipping houses. And then I realized that I wanted to get that passive income going, and I was looking around, what could we do? And um, I started learning more about multifamily, and I got into that. And, uh, what, 10, 12 years later, here we are, you know, bought and sold uh, a bunch of multifamily properties, gave our investors some nice returns, um, had some struggles this past year with COVID. Thank God we were able to ride that out. Yeah. Uh, and, and here we are today, you know, continuing to look and, and grow uh, the business and get our investors some nice returns for their, uh, for their money. Yeah. 
yeah, getting uh, getting good returns for the investors is, is definitely key, uh, you know, sort of focus in multifamily. But um, I, I mean, really, uh, it's a really interesting background. And I guess I'm sort of curious about, so you said you invested in not just in the U.S. I mean, you were investing in other countries and things like that, all, all uh, in real estate. Was Is that kind of yeah. how mm-hmm. did that? Yeah. And so, so how does that work? Is it a similar process when you're investing outside of the U.S. as it is to, to here in the States? Is, or is it just like a totally uh, different thing? Um, you know, well, I'll give you di- an example. Here in the States, we have multifamily apartment complexes where yeah. a group of people own the entire complex. In Israel, right. for example, that doesn't exist. Okay. All the buildings, they're all condos. So okay. when you're buying a unit you're, or you're investing in, you're investing in one unit in that building. So the mentality is a lot different over there than it is here when you're buying, you know, an apartment building or, or a condo building. It's, it's completely different. It's, um, yeah. You know, the, 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 the investment ideas, right? Buy low, add value, sell high, get cash flow and so on. That's the same. Yeah. But there, you know, there's obviously the, you know, the nuances, like I shared, you know, one is here we have multifamily in Israel. There's, that doesn't exist. It's all condos. Um, also, the when you're buying and selling a property, the the process is, is a little different as well. You know, here we go to closing, you know, you pay your earnest money deposit, you go to closing and then at closing, the lender comes in with them with their money and then you go in with your equity and, and you buy the property. In Israel, it's again, it's a little different, right? There's always there's in, at every different stage, there's more money being put into the account and more money put into the account. Okay. So at towards the end, there's a little bit of money left at closing that has to be entered and so forth. So it, it's it's yeah, it's very different. And and the same thing with South America. It's it's little nuances that are different. That it's always good to have somebody boots on the ground, knowledgeable yeah. of that market to partner up with you or to you know you, you hire them so that they can guide you in all those different little details that are different. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could almost say that that is similar to just even the different states and different markets in the U S right. It's, you know, buying something in, in, well, I'm in Los Angeles, buying something here in Los Angeles or New York city is very different than buying something in Atlanta or the Carolinas. I mean, it's just, you've got a different set of uh, landlord tenant laws, things like that. So yeah, makes, makes total sense. Um, so you started flipping houses, you said in 2009, which probably was actually a pretty good time to get into real estate, basically just, just after the crash. Um, and then how, how long before you got into multifamily after that? So I think 2009, I started flipping multifamily. I got into it in 2010. Okay. Um, you know, I was telling everybody what I was doing. All my hard money lenders that were lending me money for my single family flips, all everybody that was involved in my single family yeah. flips, all my investors and whatnot, friends, family. I kept sharing with everybody that I'm getting into multifamily and this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for people who want to invest and I'm looking for people who have properties that want to sell. Okay. So my first uh, deal was a 27 unit property in Leesburg, Florida, which I'd never heard of Leesburg until that time. Yeah, um, I still don't know. I don't know where that is, but in Florida, yeah, it's somewhere. an hour north of Lees- <laughs> it's an hour north of Orlando, and it's okay. by the springs, and you know it's a nice little area. But if you're not from the area, you'd never know it existed. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and I got a good deal on it and then flipped it to another investor and made some money on that. And that's kind of how we started trickling into the multifamily, into the bigger, bigger units. Yep. Okay. And so at, at this point, so, I mean, that was, if that was 2010, we're basically, you know, 11 years beyond where, uh, where are you at with your portfolio, you know, kind of how, um, I'm sure you've grown since then. How, how, uh, where does your portfolio sit, you know, at this point? Um, so it sits, you know, we've got properties in Oklahoma. We've got properties in Texas. We've got properties in, um, in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, my personal portfolio, I have properties in, in New York city still. Okay. Um, we have a, a hotel in Memphis. We have a glamping resort on Lake Wiley, outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, We've got some multifamilies as well. So a nice, diverse portfolio. Yeah. Uh, our core business is multifamily. And, you know, it's, it's, it's cyclical, right? We have two properties that we're selling right now that we're going to closing next uh, in about eight days, knock on wood, God willing. Everything works out well. I don't right. want to jinx it. Yeah. But we're moving <laughs> to closing. And that, so far, everything is working and, and, and it's all good. So, you know, it's, it's cyclical. You're buying, you're selling, you're buying, you're selling. And that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of a constant in, in fluid, uh, process. Um, so your coaching mentoring, is that how, how involved are you with that? Is that, you know, sort of a big part of what you're doing on the day to day at this point, how are you, uh, sort of balancing it all, I guess. Yeah. Right now that's kind of my side hustle, right? Um, I want to teach people how to create passive income, uh, I think it's very important. I think financial literacy is huge. Yeah. Uh, I think um, mindset uh, needs to be taught to people and, and how to achieve the right mindset and maintain it. And, and um, you know, just give success philosophies and principles that have been written about by tons of people. There are tons of people out there teaching it. It's, um, it's I believe that it's crucial to understand that. And um, so, but right now it's my side hustle. Um, I'm obviously growing it. And as you can see, my logo is the back right there, the traveling investor, right? With the apartment buildings in the back and the, and you know, traveling the world. Um, but yeah, my goal is my, my goal is to help a billion people uh, learn to do what I do so that they can go out and create financial freedom. And, you know, it's not about going out there and having a portfolio of, you know, a thousand, 2000, 5,000, 10,000 units, right? You know, it's going out there and having enough cash flow, passive cash flow, so that you can step away from your job and be like, you know what? I'm done with that job. I mm -hmm. want to go live my life. I want to go travel with my family now while on a quarterly basis, I get my cash flow or my monthly basis, I get my, my cash flow checks and I don't have to do anything. I got somebody else managing my assets for me. And if I want to grow, I'll buy more properties, Right. Um, right. but it, you, you know, you can, you can, you can have financial freedom with, with a 10 unit property. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I want to yeah. help people get into their first deal. I want to help people get into their first, you know, it could be a duplex, a quad, 10 unit, a hundred unit, whatever it is. I want to help get you into that first unit so that you understand, so that you get over all that fear and the anxiety and, you know, understanding how to really read an offering memorandum, how to, you know, create your pro forma, your numbers, and, and, and how to go out there and talk to brokers and build relationships with investors so you can raise capital so you don't have to come out of pocket. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I think uh, your point about, you know, you can, you can reach financial freedom with a 10 unit, that, 
that's really actually very powerful and, and probably an important thing to kind of put out there. Cause I think, you know, and this, this applies to me as well. You sort of see, you see all these, the people, the big names, the people that are out there and they're like, Oh, he has, you know, 5,000 units that he got in the last six months or, you know, I'm exaggerating obviously, but it's mm-hmm. like, you see, that's what you see. That's what people put out there. But then the, the reality is, is that you don't, you don't necessarily, that doesn't have to be everybody's goal, right? Like you can, like you said, you can have a duplex or a 10 unit or something smaller that can still provide you financial freedom, whether you leave your job or don't leave your, maybe you love your job, but right. at least you can have a, you know, sort of that opportunity and that sort of safety net to where you have money coming in for, not for doing nothing, but, but ultimately for uh, having that passive cash flow, like you said, just something that, that sort of, you know, it's coming in because these assets are, you know, sort of up and running and, and sort of doing what they're supposed right. to. So I, I, that's a, I think a very powerful point for, for people to realize that it's like, you don't have to always aim for <laughs> billions of dollars of assets under management. Like that's not necessarily doesn't have to be every person's goal. No, no. You know, I mean, it, it, what I tell my coaching clients and what we talk about is I said, listen, you don't have to tell me, but go home and do your budget. How much money do you spend yeah. on a monthly basis? What's your electric? What's your water? What's your mortgage, your insurance, health insurance, life insurance, food, entertainment? How much money do you need to have all your bills paid and for you to go and have fun? Right. Right. And you'd be surprised. Some people say, you know what, $5,000, you know, and $7,000. You, you can do that with small properties. And you don't have to go out there and kick and kill yourself and raise millions and millions of dollars to close on a hundred unit property or a 200 unit property, where if you're just getting started in the business, or even if you've got money, you're going to cut that pie up in among your partners, right? You're already, you're already starting at 30% of the entire cash flow, right? Or right. 20% or 40%, you, you know, if yeah. you're doing, when you're doing these big syndications. Yeah. So why not just kind of, Let's bring it back. Let's figure out why are we doing this? We're doing this to create financial freedom and to free up some of our time so that we can go out and spend with our families. Great. How much money do you need? Right. Okay. What kind of network do you have that can help you do that? Right. And if you don't have that network, go out and find it. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where we start from. Yeah. 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 Reverse engineer it. Right. Like you said, you just figure out this is, this is how much I need in cash flow every month it's and you know most people are getting that from their job they're, and and they're essentially they're like this is my salary so that's how much you know a lot of times that's how people right. would put it but you could you could even go a step further and say okay this is my salary this is what i take home do i even need all of that right like if i were to uh work on the budget and the things on the expense side like are there some places like you know so it's so like you said, it's like, it doesn't have to be a hundred units or 200 units. It's like, then you start to, then you start to actually have a team and, and other people to, <laughs> to pay through that process and things like that. So it's, right. it's, it's a balance and, and really, truly, you know, figuring out what you need. And it's, it can be uh, a situation where you're, you know, sort of like doing it on your own, whether that's with syndication or, or joint ventures and smaller deals, or you can achieve that same you know, sort of level of, of freedom with truly passive where you're investing in 
other people's deals too, right? So, you know, you said go out and find investors, you know, those investors mm -hmm. are making money as well. And it's, it's kind of a win-win all around, right? And so it's like, as a active slash passive investor, so you've got rentals, but you're sort of part of that management side, the GP side, or a truly passive, either way, you can do the same thing. You can decide, okay, I'm, I want this much money in passive income and just mm -hmm. figure out how, you know, figure out what the average uh, returns are going to be and, and just do the math. It's, it's not, it's not rocket science, right? It's like, the, this is very achievable things for, for most people if, if you really put your mind to it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, if somebody wants to live rent free or mortgage free, go out, save some money. Okay. Buy yourself a duplex, live on one side, rent out the other, and that rent will pay for your mortgage. Yep. And now you don't have to pay a mortgage. And now if you, you know, that mortgage would have been a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a month, right? Now instead of paying the bank, you're keeping that, and that's that's a vacation. That's you know, at the end of the year, that you know, twelve hundred dollars a month at the end of the year, that's that's fifteen thousand dollars. You know, that's that's no joke, right? People yeah. have a lot of money for people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it adds up quickly when you're able to uh, reduce or eliminate your housing expenses, right? It's like, I, you know, you hear people talk about, we shouldn't go to Starbucks every day, or you got to stop your Netflix subscription or something. You're not, you're not getting financial freedom by not having Netflix. Like it's, it's not, <laughs> it's right. not happening, saving you $14 a month. Like that's not going to do it. Maybe the time you're wasting on Netflix could have an impact on your financial freedom, but the the fourteen dollars a month or your coffee each day, like that stuff, isn't you. You really have to either change the big expenses like living or or you know automobile type stuff, or you have to make more money, right? So it's one of those two. You know, you mm -hmm. said you, your mentoring is your side hustle. Like the, there's the ways to have a real impact is to increase your income or save on the on the big ticket items. I think is is really kind of Okay. It's, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, maybe a misleading to tell people you get, <laughs> you can't have coffee and, and, uh, and Netflix or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, right. but yeah, right. so I, I think it's, uh, those are all, all very good points and it, it doesn't have to be like enormous apartment complexes. You don't have to buy an 800 unit and buy, you know, the, the returns of being, of buying an 800 unit, but being, you know, 2% of that 800 unit versus being the full owner of maybe a six unit or something like that. You may actually make more money on the six unit, depending mm -hmm. on, you know, kind of the scenario. So right. um, I think, I think that's right. very uh, great points to, to bring up. So I guess then what's, uh, what's kind of next for you? Uh, you've got some, I really like the diversity. I like, you know, the, the glamping and the, <laughs> The, did you say there's a resort as well? The Glimping Resort. So it's got a swimming pool. It's got a marina. It's got the 14 acre land. It's, it's, it's a beautiful place. Awesome. And so, w with something like that, are you just renting out the? Yeah. You're renting out the sites. So we're renting out the sites nightly. Uh, we have the marina. It's 120 boat slip marina. So in the uh, so boat pays rental as well. Okay. And then there's a membership, a monthly membership that people pay to come in and to use the land, the the pool and the services that we are that we have on the um 
on site. So there's, there's several different uh, streams of income on one property. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. I think uh, I really, I really like that. You know, sort of. I like hearing people's creative invest. You know, it's like no, not many people talk about. Oh, I'm going to buy a you know a, a glamping resort or what, whatever it is. You hear about people with these sort of creative approaches, and I, I really like it because I think it's if you can think outside the box, you'll get you'll definitely get you know sort of. <laughs> maybe further quicker, you can get some really good returns on things like that. Um, well, Nissan, the, the, you know, the name of the podcast is, is know your why. So tell me a little bit about what's your why, what, what really drives you and sort of pushes you to keep going. You said, you said you're lazy. I don't believe you. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing far too much to, to, uh, for me to consider that's laziness, but what, uh, what really keeps you going and, and, and keeps you pushing for more? Uh-oh, Te- technical difficulties. So um, I think I'm having a having a technical. Yeah, oh, there we go. I think we're back. Yeah, right? that's are better. Yep, <laughs> there you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you, you know, it, it, I also talk why with my clients in action. Are you there? Yes, uh, I can't. Your, your video is not working, but I can hear you. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll keep talking then because it's not my face that you want to see. Um, you know, as, your beard as, is great, but we want to hear your insight as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, when I talk and, and teach about why as well, it's, 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 it's something that is alive. It changes as you mm-hmm. grow and as you become a person, your why should change. That's the way I see it. Right. Um, I'm not the same as I was when I was 20 years old, I'm not the same person I am, you know, now because my my needs, my fears, my passions are, are different than when I was a 20 year old. Yeah. Um, so we have to understand that, you know, right? Uh, that's going to evolve. So now my why is it, there, there's a couple of whys. One is because well, I want to make a ton of money. Yeah. I want to make a ton of money. But that's not what drives me, right? What drives me is I've always wanted, I don't know why, but I've always wanted to help people. I always want to, I believe that we are spiritual beings experiencing or having a human experience on this planet. And for better or for worse, we've evolved in a way that we have to provide for our families via work money. And then with that money, we trade for goods and services, food, housing, clothing, and whatnot. But somewhere along the line, something happened. And we as a human race, we lost the spark of why really here. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's because we've lost that spark because we are chasing after something that is irrelevant, which is money. And we've seen how irrelevant money is. And when I say irrelevant, I mean irrelevant in the globe, in, 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 a, in a universal point of view. Yeah. Obviously, we need money today in the world we live in. We need money to buy food, buy gas, pay our, obviously. But yeah. that should not be why we do what we do, mm-hmm. right? Um, we need to do things. We need to follow our hearts. We need to follow our passions. We need to follow our skills and our gifts and our talents to make the world a better place. Yeah. In in 
and Jewish. In Judaism, there's this thing called Tikkun Olam, repairing of the world. Every Jew's duty is something to repair the world. Whatever it is, donate to charity, build houses for, for homeless people, whatever it is, do something to fix the world. Um, and I believe that for me, it is helping people achieve financial freedom, getting the burden of finances off of them so they can actually enjoy life. So many people are suffering. And, you know, I don't necessarily mean suffering because they're homeless and they don't have much food or, you know, they're, they're living in a caste society. You know, even, even today here and where we live and whatnot, people are suffering because they're getting up every single day and they think that, you know what, the solution to my existence is spending 45 years or, or 65 years, up until I'm 65 years old, sitting behind a desk waiting to retire and then retiring and then going out and enjoying, my, uh, enjoying life. You know what, man? That sucks. Yeah. We've evolved yeah. to a point where technology and everything, we can, you know, you can create your own business. It doesn't have to be real estate. You can create your own online business, make money, go travel, see the world. Things are changing, right? And I want to be a part of that positive change. And that's why I go out there and that's why I teach. That's why I, I mentor. That's why I want to go out there and, and impact a billion people, impact their lives. Now, impact a million people and I only impact a million people. You know what? That's awesome. Yeah. Because that's, it's that's the ripple effect. Good. I want more. Right. That's still pretty good. Right. So, you know, so that's kind of my, that's reason. another reason why is because I want to be the type of man that my daughters will look for in the future when they get older. I want to be the example of what they should be looking for, right? So I live my life in a certain way. I, I, I present my work in a certain way. I missed one thing from my, my, one of my daughter's school events because I was in a real estate conference, and I said, I'll never do that again. I said, nothing is more important than being at her events. Thank God I'm able to do that. And obviously, there are a lot of other people that said, well, you know what? I work two or three jobs, and I can't do that, so I have to miss my kids' school. Well, great. Come talk to me. Let's, let's help you build financial yeah. freedom. And it doesn't have to be by buying multifamily. It could be by starting out and flipping houses, right? That's yeah. the easiest and cheapest way of making money in real estate. You can also flip multifamily. There are ways of doing it. And you flip a multifamily, you're not making a thousand bucks. You can make up to 10, 20, even $50,000, maybe even a hundred, depending on how ballsy you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's true. So that's, that's, yeah. that's my why. That's my yeah. why. Uh, yeah, I love it. I, I think no, no. It's I mean, it's great, and I think you know that the money money is important because it's a tool, but it's not. It's not even like it's not certainly not top of the list of most important things. It's not even you know what I mean. It's it's it, it the idea is it's that the money thing. allows you to to help more, right? The more right. money, the more impact you can have. I think it's probably the biggest reason why the money is important. Like once, once you get to the point where your, your, your family's comfortable, then who cares? Like right. then, then you're making a lot of money so you can help other families be comfortable and, and right. impact from a, from a, a knowledge and education standpoint, you know, teaching, especially like to me, it's like teaching young people financial literacy is, is so important because it's like, mm -hmm. no, I, I mean, nobody talked to me about any of this stuff when I was young. And it's like, 
you know, so then you start, you start playing catch up and it's like, if like for my kids and, and, and any like younger people, I'm like, just do a little bit right now, just do a little bit while you're young and the power of time will work so well. So I, I think, yeah, you're, you're a hundred percent right on this. Like, it's just, it's about, you know, you know, like you said, healing the world, you know, kind of give it, giving back. Um, yep. So thank I, you. For... I, I saw, I saw a saying on um, a meme on uh, social media. It said, when you've made it financially, don't build higher walls, build a longer table. Right. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of what it's all about, right? Meant- and and you know when when we're in a when we're in an airplane, right? We're about to take off, and the and the flight attendant, what do they tell you about the mask? Put the mask on first on yourself. Take care of yourself first, yeah. then go out and help others. And it's the same thing with with the with financial, with personal, with giving back. If you're struggling to make ends meet, how are you going to go out and help anybody else? You're going, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm working two jobs, three jobs. I got kids. I got the more. I can't do anything for anybody. You're mm-hmm. missing the existence. You're missing the point of your existence. So let me help you, right? Settle down a little bit. Get some passive cash flow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Passive cash flow coming in, right? So that you can breathe a little bit and then you can lift your head up and go, wow, look at the world, Okay, where do I fit in? What can I do now to help? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? If you if you can and pick your head up and breathe and, and actually see what you're missing out on, and then uh, and then you can you know see what it, an impact you know sort of pay it forward. Yeah, I, I think I 100 percent agree. That's that's what I want to as well in terms of uh, w- with my investors, with anyone that I mean anyone anyone who wants to you know, <laughs> approach me with questions and things like that. Like I don't have a, a mentoring program or anything at this point, but, but also like I've, I can help, I can, you know, get, you know, sort of connect, provide avenues, things like that, just like you're doing. So I think it's, it's kind of a, uh, a really nice thing that I find in the real estate community that is that, you know, very quickly people realize this is really a great way to sort of give back and impact those around you. So I think, uh, I think that's awesome. So um, thank you for sharing that. Um, little uh, on a lighter note, uh, t- tell me something about yourself that, that people don't know, maybe a, a hobby, something that you're, um, a skill you, you, you have that people don't know, or you're trying to develop something like that, some, some, some secret, <laughs> secret sauce. Uh, when I was in Australia, I learned how to play the didgeridoo, which Did is you? an uh, yeah, an Australian Aboriginal uh, instrument that the shamans use in uh, the Aborigines, and um, it's an awesome instrument. Yeah. Um, and not many people know that I play because I kind of keep it a secret. I'm you know not that, that good at it, but that you should get out there. That would be super cool to see on your social media. If you're playing the didgeridoo. Yeah, right? that, that would be awesome. I. I I, I don't play, I know, I know what it is. And I think they're kind of an amazing, uh, people that really know how to do it. I mean, kind of amazing instrument, just the, the oh, sounds yeah. that you can produce. I, I, and they're, they're beautiful too. They're just like kind of, mm-hmm. you, when you see like a beautiful guitar, it's got like a, a beautiful didgeridoo is, is pretty amazing as well. So that's actually super cool. Um, how, uh, how can people reach you and we'll, we'll put um, whatever you want in the show notes, things, but what's the best way to, if some people have uh, questions or they want to connect, what's the best way to reach out to you? Sure. Um, you can find me on my um, real estate investing website, www.investwith, 
stip.com. And if anybody's interested in mentoring, figuring out, you know, how do I get started? What do I do and all that? Uh, you can go to my website at www.traveling-investor.com. And you can also email me at success at traveling-investor.com. Okay, perfect. And we'll get, we'll get that in the show notes for people. Um, I guess in, as the last question, what, what advice would you give to people? Uh, and I'm sure you're doing this through your mentoring program, but maybe one piece of advice that you can put out there for people that are maybe uh, getting started, you know, and, and looking up to you and saying, okay, I, I want to be, I want to be where he's at. What, what would you, what would you tell them? Um, I would say, get educated, find a mentor that can help you build a team that can show you the ropes um, that can flatten the curve, the learning curve for you. But definitely mm -hmm. you want to read. Um, I would also say, be careful who you partner up with. There's a lot of people out there on social media posting, you know, look what I did. Look what I did. Look what we did, you know, and they didn't really do anything. They were just part of a bigger team that went out and did it. They actually didn't do anything. Yeah. So make sure that when you're talking to someone, when you're interviewing someone, when you, you know, before investing with them, before partnering up with them, ask them, what exactly did you do? Did you pick up the screwdriver and screw the screw? Did you paint the wall? Did you actually clean out the bathroom? Were you there at the property, right? Because a lot of people on social media today, what I found is they go, hey, you know, I'm involved in 292 units. Yeah. Well, how are you involved? Oh, I just wired like $20,000 and I'm an investor and I own 292. Well, okay. Yes, but not really, right? So, so do your homework, not just on, on the properties and not just on the markets. Do your due diligence on the people that you're getting involved in. Make sure you know who they are. Uh, make sure they have, you know, your values and, and your money um, at the forefront of anything that they do and get educated, learn, listen to podcasts. You know, you can check out my YouTube channel. I got a lot of free information there, the traveling investor YouTube channel. So that's what I would highly recommend for people to do. And again, find yourself a mentor, someone who's still out there doing it, yeah. right? Not someone who's been, who says, well, you know, I bought my last property I bought was in 1985. Well, that, that doesn't, right. you know, things yeah. have changed, man. Right. It's, it's people are buying the, a four cap market. today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. People are buying four caps. And if you know what a cap rate is, you can, you're, you're thinking, what are yeah. you, crazy? Right. I just underwrote a property in, in Durham, North Carolina. They want to sell it at a three cap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's, really? Yeah. It's, I mean, it is pretty crazy. And it's funny because I mean, like, I live in Los Angeles and people here, like a three to four cap is kind of normal. Right. And everybody's like, oh, Los Angeles, you can't buy. But now it's like the Carolinas, Atlanta, like Dallas, Fort Worth. It's the same thing. It's the same cap rates. It's like, why might I might as well just buy them right here in Los Angeles? Then at least it's close right. to me. Like it doesn't. So, yeah, the, the cap rates are so compressed across the country that it's um, <laughs> it, it's it's in a way leveling the playing field on on the markets. I mean, I just talked to a broker that said they were having a four cap in Birmingham, Alabama. And I was like, okay, <laughs> who am I, I to say that's not right? Like people are paying it, but right. it's, it just seems a little bit, uh, a, a little bit crazy, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, you, advice, your advice is great in the sense that doing the, doing your due diligence on the actual people that you're going to get involved with, whether that's the mentor 
or the syndicator that you're going to invest with or, you know, whatever situation it is, is, is not just sort of blindly jumping in. So um, mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah, excellent, excellent advice. Um, well, Nissan, th thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for um, sharing all of this wisdom. Uh, I'm sure we will have people reaching out to you because I think there's, there's a lot more there. So again, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. It was fun. I had a great time. Thank you. Great. Awesome. All right. Goodbye, everyone.